Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, two guys who haven't scored since 1958. Chris and Case. Hey, hi, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast. This is episode 341. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your ever-dashing host, Chris, Mr. Peloton Rider now. And I'm with my very good friend and co-host, Jeff. The Riz Risden, how are you doing, brother? Great to great to see you again. It is good to be back with you in the the post draft aftermath, and uh, afterglow. I'm not riding uh, <laughs> after yes, the afterglow. I, I am not a Peloton person. I actually just got back from the gym. So. Good for you. You, good you, for you. You probably worked harder on it than I did. So. I, I have. Well, it feels like it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a heck of a deal. I got to tell you, I um, I hit the uh, the the local neighborhood. And, you know, I'm a decent neighborhood. The lady had bought it. She had it for two months. And, like, every everyone who buys exercise equipment, right, you get it. And they're like, oh, I don't want it anymore. I got it for less yeah. than half price. And it is brand spanking new. That's awesome. that's that's a score, my friend. Yes. That's very good. Yes. I'm living the Wisco life. All right. Look, got a lot to do in today's show. A lot to talk about. We're going to react <laughs> to the Detroit Lions schedule release. <laughs> We're going to walk the games. We're going to give you our predictions on each one and get you with the end, or too early end of season prediction for how the Lions will do. We want to talk about our favorite subreddit. Our Detroit Lions, it hit 100,000 subscribers. Good for those guys. Good for us. Also, Frank Ragnow had a great presser. We want to cover that. It's been, that was a couple days, but we got to get that in there. And Panay Sewell has the plague. We got that and a whole lot more. Great show lined up. Riz, are you ready to go, my man? Oh, let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it down. You know how we do these days. We'll get right into it. The NFL, you may have heard of them. They released the schedule, and they happened to include the Detroit Lions when they released it. They didn't forget about our, our boys this time. And uh, just yeah, reaction, just without, before we get into the games individually, react, Riz. What do you think? I mean, what's your overall take on, on, on the schedule and how it I'm out? just, thank God that the schedule ordeal is over. Oh, my <laughs> God. The NFL beats the crap out of that. We already knew bad. everybody that they were going to play. We just didn't know when they were going to play them. We, we knew where they we, we knew the home games. We knew the road games. We just didn't know the sequence. Yeah. For people that don't go to games, who cares? <laughs> I mean, now, 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 if you're going to a game, or if you're in my case and you're going to be covering the games, it absolutely makes you, you need to know. If you're planning a road trip or something like that, which a lot of fans do, you need to know these things. But if you're just a fan that's going to watch the games every weekend, my God, they just, it's such overkill. A two-hour primetime special filled with leaks throughout the day on different media partners. Oh, my God. It was insane. Well, I mean, if you're planning it, though, oh. remember, Tony Ortiz, and you may remember him out telling this story. Green Bay, little old ladies, <laughs> bratwurst cart outside of the radio studio. <laughs> Tony yes. Ortiz. Warns us <laughs> at U.S. Bank Stadium you to be aware that 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 wind that breeze in the stadium is is bitter cold. 
in the winter. So you, yeah, you, you got to watch out. Remember, <laughs> Kyle Mikey went on the IR a few couple of years ago at Green Bay, Bay too, yeah. uh, falling, falling in the parking lot. So yeah, there's there there are perils that go along with it. But I just I I I, I don't want to be hypocritical because I got a lot of content out of it and it got a lot of eyeballs on it, and I'm grateful for that. But my God, the the NFL making a massive event out of a schedule release is. It's it's the, overkill. The, I mean, that tells you how yeah. little there is going right yeah. now, and they're still they're trying to ride the wave of that that, that it's, draft. It's just it, you know, I I think back to to um, the Scorpions' worst album from the late '80s, um, where they had the song "Media Overkill" on it. Satellites transmit the latest thrill. We can't escape the media overkill, and the NFL embraces that with yeah. a vigorous passion, and it bothers me a lot. <laughs> and we all know, even though you got all those eyeballs, those weren't the ones you were looking for. All right, no, I mean. So- <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take your clicks. I don't, I'm not going to complain about that. But uh, it, it's, it's honestly, it's fun content. I got to go through today, and I got to you know write down which games I think they're going to win, which ones I think they're going to lose, which ones are the most entertaining things like that. It is kind of fun to do that. Yeah, and, and we're going to do it. Together. We're going to do it on here tonight too. Um, and uh, you, you will find that if you have read my article at Lions Wire and you watch this tonight, one of my game predictions has changed uh, throughout the course of the day. Um, just because that's that's the fickle nature of picking games that are going to be played in November and December in May. Yeah, because we already know that everyone's everybody's going to be healthy and all that stuff and play up right. to, to what we prescribe <laughs> from. Okay, so before we get started, I think we want to talk about the bye week. Let's just start start in the middle, which thankfully it's in the middle. <laughs> week nine bye week, love this. I absolutely this love is this. this is good. Yes, uh, it, it's great timing to get it. It's not too early. I, I despise the week four. So I don't think the NFL actually did any buys before week five, I want to say, this year. Mm-hmm. I think the first one started in week six. And most of them are geared later in the season. And I think that some of that is an extension of going to 18 weeks now. Yes, there is a week 18. There are 17 games. That's going to take a lot of getting used yeah. to. We're going to, how many times are we going to stumble on that, Chris? That's, that's not going to be fun. Never, never. It's like, it's like saying names. I've got this cold. I've got this cold. Don't you worry. Um, yeah, no, that's that's it's 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 really it's great. I love the way the bye week falls. It's good for this team. Obviously, there was no golf pipe with schedule makers, so that's good. Um, I do want to tell you though, with the bye week, there is something that um, is a big deal, and that it's it, it lays our schedule out right now because of how that that falls. Friday, November 5th. Now, that seems a long way away, but if the NFL can do this, we can too. Friday, November 5th, starting at 9 a.m. to 9 a.m. on November 6th will be our annual St. Jude fundraiser. It is going to be giant this year. This is the most planning time we've had for this since any, since any of them, right? This is the, so, And this is going to be bigger. This will be better. This is going to be crazy town. Um, the Beans will be back for sure. That was a big hit. But um, we've got a lot of other stuff going on. I think you guys are going to be going to be surprised. I think you're going to be surprised in the next month and a half of what we have and who we have going on. We've we, we got a couple uh, of neat things coming up for 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 all y'all. Yeah, that, Riz brought so much credibility. It's the one thing we always lacked. And class, <laughs> cl- uh, class. Yeah, really. And looks. drink my knockoff light beer. <laughs> and, and and I guess I could keep going. All right, let's kick this off. Let's get into the schedule. We start off. In the bowels of San Francisco, right? Oh no, no, this is at Ford Field. This is at home. <laughs> no, the, the, we're we're in a different bowels. We're we're in the 
the bowels of Ford Field. The bowels of Ford Field. I, I've been in the bowels of Ford Field. It's not, not a fun place to be. No, no, it lives up to the the scent. Lives up to the the name. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> For a twenty year old stadium, it's surprisingly bowelly. <laughs> Opening weekend, one p.m. September twelfth, we play the San Francisco Forty ers at home. My friends, if we're going to play the Forty ers and we're going to play them. Well, we're going to get them at home, and we're going to get them in week one. That gives us the very, very best chance I think we have against that team. Riz, week one is always a it's, – it's, it's, You never know what's going to happen in week one. I've said this a couple times now. Last year, Jacksonville punked Indianapolis in week one. The, the score – they wound up winning by a touchdown, but the game wasn't as close as the final score would indicate. Mm-hmm. It was the only game the Jaguars won all year, and it cost the Colts a home playoff game. By losing that, yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's fool's gold to to bet your season on that. But hey, if the Lions win, I'm I'm taking it. <laughs> I feel I like- will I will absolutely take it. And remember, this is a San Francisco team that's in transition. With they were a last place team last year after going to the Super Bowl the year before. Now a lot of that was injury related. But who's going to be their quarterback? Is Trey Lance going to be there over Jimmy G at that point? Is Jimmy G going to be healthy? Are any of the 15 other regulars who they have on that team who are always hurt going to be healthy um, coming out of the preseason? Who knows? But I, it, it, I, I agree with you. This is the best time to play that team. Um, the only better time would be if, if they were coming off of a Monday night game and then traveling on the road, but we're, we're not that lucky. Right. Yeah. No, I'm with you. So I think, I mean, look, let me ask you this really fast about San Francisco before we, we get into predictions here. Um, which one do you think was more real? The Super Bowl or the last place, San Francisco? Because I, th- I think that last year was the more real team. I think yeah. they got a little bit lucky going to the Super Bowl the way that they did the year before. I don't think they're bad, um, I, but uh, I've already pegged this. I think they are the best last place team in the league. That's right. I, I that that is a brutal division. I think Arizona got better. I think the Rams. We'll talk about the Rams um, and and the Seahawks. As long as they have Russell Wilson, are going to be better because they have a better quarterback than the 49ers do, and they have a better coach than the 49ers do. Uh, I, I I may I don't always like Pete Carroll, but the guy can freaking coach, man. Uh, so uh, it, it's a tough battle for them. They are a great litmus test for the the Lions thesis of building your lines and, and spending an inordinate amount of draft capital on your offensive and defensive lines. Yeah. Um, and ignoring your skill position players and seeing what happens with it. But they um, have Debo. They do have Debo. They do have Debo. They, they have do. Debo. I love Debo. Un- until he gets hurt. <laughs> I love I, You know how much I loved him at the, the senior bowl. Yes, so, I did too. Yeah. He, 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 was, he was a fun, fun watch, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Right. I, 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 I worry about them being so heavily reliant on so many guys that have so many injury histories. Yeah. Yep. That's a perilous way to go about things. I also worry that their offense is incredibly scheme driven, and I think that the league is catching up to what Schottenheimer and that that particular scheme are trying to do. That's we'll we'll, yeah, we'll talk about the Rams, <laughs> but I, I, yeah. I think that there's a, there's a very <laughs> common thread there. All right, let's get into this. Let's talk about uh, predictions for Week One in the bowels of Ford Field, San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> what are you feeling like, Jeff? How do you think they're going to do? Is it a win or a I got I got, I got a win. I think they're going to pull off the surprise win. What about you? Uh, same thing. God, I don't know. I, I felt like I talked you into it, but you, I, I know I didn't. No, I already had it. no, I'm, I'm there on it. I, I, I think uh, I think 
So if you're a gambler, if you like to, to get a little action on it, I, th- I think that the line is 7.5 right now. Mm-hmm. It might actually go up. So I would, I would wait to throw some money down on that because I think the money is going to go in on, on San Francisco early. Yep. If you can get that game up to, at nine, nine and a half, maybe tease it up to, to 10 on a parlay or something like that. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. That's 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 a game. Look, I mean, and that's exactly what it is. It's a gambler's game, right? Because yeah. it is the first week, and they've got a rookie quarterback. And if Jimmy G's there, he probably won't walk out healthy. I mean, there's probably still going to see the rookie in, in in the game. I I just this is a great the 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 Lions have everything in their favor this time. Um, I'm I'm a Lions in week one with a win, and we're going to have unrealistic expectations from from the, hence that onward. Ah! <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, let's move into the next week. Monday night game, 8-15 in the frozen, well, it's the slightly muddy tundra of Lambeau Field with a Green Bay team led by Blake Bortles, the fearsome quarterback. <laughs> Can you imagine if they if they go through with getting rid of Rodgers, and we don't know what they're going to do with Rodgers yet, that it sure seems like he won't be there. Everyone but says he's if, not coming back. Everybody if, says it. But if they do this and they don't start Jordan Love, Brian Gutekunst might as well just swim home oh with, with cinder blocks into the lake because you have you have blown away the empire for that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just talk about this. I'm My Green Bay games are... The Green Bay team minus Aaron Rodgers. That's how I'm putting this this year because all wow. everything. I mean, you know, Eisen, McAfee, everybody says with all the people that know Aaron Rodgers, he's gone. He's done. He doesn't care. And and I believe it. I, I honestly believe it. I think it, having that information come out on draft day. Right, is that was one, so weird. It's be, and it's because Aaron Rodgers, he, his family still hates him, and I think it's probably because he hates them. He can <laughs> carry a grudge. Everyone says this guy can carry a grudge. Yeah. Jordan Love getting picked, and I gotta, I've gotta capture that clip of me laughing at that pick because it was just absolutely, I mean, uncontrolled laughter. Um, I think that moment he he started the plot. I really do think that he started the plot, and he knew doing it on draft day. Would do the absolute most damage, and and what does he care? Eleven million, two years. He's got enough money. He's gonna make way more than that if he wants to go to TV. He'll wait. He'll make way way more than that. And he's already shown he can do it with yeah. Jeopardy, right? He, he was he was good on Jeopardy. He can do he can do the holy moly thing like Steph Curry has done or something like that. Yeah, um, Trebek made I think ten million a year in his last yeah. years of doing it. So figure figure he signs for six. We'll just say right, he signs for six to start out doing it. That's a heck of a pension. That's a heck they of a also, They also only work like 40 days a year at Jeopardy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the the dirty little secret on that. And he's going to be popping on some uh, some some uh, Nikes or whatever while he's <laughs> while he's on the show. Get that endorsement deal for yeah. 90 mil. No, I mean, he, I is, isn't, he, isn't he getting married to that uh, that actress? I can't think of her name. Yeah, I forget, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't really do I don't, actresses. I live there, so I don't and I didn't care. <laughs> I, I think yeah. I might have annoyed some of them. She, she was in one of those dystopian movies that I turned off after five minutes because <laughs> I'm not a dystopian person. Yeah, yeah you're, you're a very, <laughs> very positive guy. All right, so Green Bay, <laughs> I'm going to say sans Aaron Rodgers. What's your, let's, okay. let's start there. What's your prediction? Does he stay with the team? Is he? Does he start with the Green Bay Packers next oh, year or not? Oh, man. Because we can, we can play these out diff- differently based on I, assumptions. I... <sighs> I don't think he's going to be there. 
I don't know that, but I don't think he, I don't expect him to be there uh, at, at this point. No, I, I think he's either going to be in Las Vegas or, or Denver. So you're looking at Jordan Love with his first Monday night game. By the way, NFL, I'm glad Aaron Rodgers is gone. I'm just going there because you gave the Packers every one of their divisional home games on Monday night. That's pretty yes, cheesy, and, and that's not a pun that's intended, by the way. That's a pretty, pretty... I just got the pun. Oh, my God, I'm slow. <laughs> I didn't even mean it. It's it's a pretty slime job deal there. Come on, NFL. What in the world? That's, 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 yeah, that's, a little, that's three a Monday night games that the Packers are getting, and they're all divisional. It's like, come on. Come on. And home games. What are you, were the, was the uh, jersey sales flagging? You're trying to pump up Jordan Love sales? Who knows? Whatever. All right. So we, we're, we're facing Jordan Love or Blake Bortles in Green Bay on the 20th on Monday night. What, you, what are you calling, my friend? Still playing the Packers defense. Their defense is still a problem. They, we, we like to focus on the other side of the ball. They have some guys on that defense that are a problem. Jair Alexander, um, mm-hmm. Preston Smith, the way he's used. This is Adarius Smith. Uh, the, the big guys up front, you know, Clark and, and those guys, they're they're going to be tough to score on. They are they are a team that wants you to try to throw the ball to beat them. What do we know about this Lions team? That's probably the last way they're going to be successful is throwing the ball around a lot. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like the matchup. I, I think without Rodgers, it will be a close game. Uh, and then there's always the the angle of the officials getting involved in some way or another. Mm-hmm. What will it be? Will it be a illegal hands to the face that didn't exist? Will it be a I don't know an, an untimed down? Will it be you know all of a sudden you are allowed to in fact throw the ball through the goalposts or, or get a point for kicking through the goalposts on a kickoff? It's some obscure rule that they'll drop kick it or something like that that will get burned on, or it'll be a, another ten second runoff with nine seconds to go when the review shows that a touchdown that was called on the field isn't in fact a touchdown. The NFL still has to change that rule. I will never. Not die on that hill. I, I there, that's my way of not talking about losing to the Packers. Okay, I'll, I'll put them down for now. <laughs> all right, so this is going to be my my probably my craziest prediction of of all of them. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a win because those lines, like you said, that defensive line is strong, but our offensive line is stronger. The the the, the effort, the, the the guys we have, the young guys, the power, the strength, everything else we put there. And and with Hank Fra- Hank Fraley. No, that's his Clark Kent persona. Frank <laughs> Hank Fraley at the helm of that line, I see great things coming. And the running game will be okay. It'll be probably a lot of Lions fans will be disappointed not really recognizing how good the defensive front is in Green Bay. Um but I think we eke one out because Jared Goff gets some quick passes out to Hawk and some other folks um, while the other guys are running deep trying to cover the top. So I think we eke one out in Green Bay on Monday wow, night. That's and, bold. And, and the storyline here is, and this is not just fandom, but the storyline here is this is the beginning of the disintegration of the Green Bay Packers franchise. They always start slow, but wow. that's going to be the start. This is going to be the game. They lose at home. Losing to Detroit, to Detroit is, is, en- is enough to get, you know, LeFleur fired and Gutekunst gone. By the end of the that. year, for sure, right? Because if they don't turn around, and I don't think they can. That. And you've got a Detroit Lions team who's everyone's thinking is is the doormat. Right, but there's a, there's a different sense. Even Ragnar was saying it in his presser. We'll talk about that later. There's a different sense of what's going on here, and I think you're seeing the um, 
the the passing of two ships in the night closer okay. to one side of the top and bottom than the other but it's a precipitous fall for the Green Bay Packers so that's where I'm at all right there we go we're gonna move on game three Baltimore Ravens September 26th at home which is where I'd like to see the Ravens I'll never forget Tony Siragusa in the uh in the end zone <laughs> Dan- given the the, the, oh, the crappy deal uh, about the piano playing to Joey Harrington. I will never forget that game. I've hated Tony Siragusa ever since then because it's like, look, Joey Harrington has so many problems already. This is just piling on. This is this is weak, quote-unquote, journalism. This is just, this is Carlos Menera's <laughs> level stuff. Versus, oh, no. We're sort of slack bot when we need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm just going to really quick. I'm, i got to call this out. I'm sorry. I, this would, it, it happened in the Ragnow interview. Right. This is the difference between a great reporter, beat reporter and a, and a total like not even just not even a troll. Right. But somebody who's mm-hmm. just bad at their job. When you saw Frank in the beginning of the, you know, his his opening statements break up a little bit when he was talking about his dad, Justin came back, Justin Rogers and said, I heard, you know, heard you break up about your dad. We know how important he is to you. We know how much he means to you. Tell us a little bit more about that. Tell us, you know, where you're at, right? And I'm paraphrasing, obviously. And yeah. you got a great response from Frank. You got real information. You got a real sense of what was going on there, the emotion and, and so on. The question that would have been asked by someone from Carlos, and I don't think I'm exaggerating here, okay? I don't think I'm exaggerating here, would have been, you know, we saw you almost cry at the beginning of the conference do you think you're strong enough and tough enough to play center in an NFL football team? Because that's what he does. He <laughs> asks that kind of question phrased in that way. That's And it's not just clickbait. It's an absolute lack of talent and inability. He's, he's getting away from the story. He's trying to create a story that isn't there rather than actually being talented and getting the actual story from the player. He's generating one. He's making the news about him. Versus oh, my God. That it's, is it's, the massive juxtaposition between a, a, a one of the very, very best beat reporters we've got. And right. Carlos, who's not just a, a, an idiot who's hitting for clicks. He's actually an idiot. Sorry. Okay. So, no, so let, let's let's finish let's finish the Ragnow talk now since we're, okay. we're into it now. All right. All right. Because I, I was I was in on the press conference. Um. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm pulling executive order here. No. No. My no. It's good. I'm just stretching my neck out because the whole yeah. Carlos so thing, so uh. you're you're all in a tizzy. Um. So J- Justin read the room very well. Like all of us are, are we were all of us who were in on the call. We're like, okay, that, that you got to ask that. And I thought the way that Justin asked it was appropriate. I thought that the questions that followed up after it, um, other than I, I believe it was Mikey, and I want to give him credit, right? Because he asked about Ragnall's mom. Right. I think that's that's Mikey, that's a Kyle, valid Kyle. place. Kyle took the other side. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a valid place to take that conversation because mm-hmm. his mom is still with us and mm-hmm. is, is still a very close. big part of his very life. Close. And I thought that was I thought that was really cool. Um, I thought that there was a little bit too much of the, the knife digging in. Trying to pull um, it. Like, yeah. yeah. Unnatural. Uh, very unnatural kind of trying to get. Oh, it was. Maybe I could make him cry. Right. I mean, now. Right. You know, it was, it was about the person. Asking the yeah. yeah. And, and that, that wasn't reading the room because there, there, there were people that were on that call um, and, and on the Zoom. We can all see one another. Mm-hmm. There were people that were rolling their eyes a little bit at, at the ongoing line of questioning there. So yeah, um, and, and I know that I know I went on Reddit after that. I went to the subreddit and saw that, you know, a lot of people were, were pretty upset about that. And I think it came up in our, in our Patreon Slack as well. Like, my God, just, you know, enough, enough. 
a lot of us that were in on the call felt that way too. It was steered that way by a couple of people that didn't read the room well. Yeah. And I, I was proud of Kyle for steering it back. And uh, there, there a couple of other people asked um, uh, uh, Eric from uh, from ESPN asked a really good question. Yep, yep. Uh, he's on he's that doing too. a great job, by the way. He, uh, yes, he is. He, I, I really like him. He's doing a really good there. job. They made a yeah. great move. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing but positive things to say about Children Eric. Out to play um, again in Allen Park. Um, <laughs> the, the, you know, it's interesting yeah. <laughs> that. Um, you're absolutely right, and we don't talk enough about Kyle on on the show and what a good job he does. You know what I mean? Because because look, Team Justin, Team Kyle, that's a thing. They set it up. You got to pick one or the other, right? But Kyle absolutely did a fabulous job uh, asking the questions here and there, and he has been. He's been doing. Kyle does when he does his pieces, his uh, his kind of. Um, human interest side pieces. Yeah. yeah. So fabulous. He is. You can tell he's passionate about it. Absolutely. I mean, gosh. And, um, and, and Justin, his, his, his thing, you heard him. He's, he's had the conversations before with Frank, not just, you know, asking about his dad because he, he cried there, but He's had questions. He's had questions. He's got a relationship and, a, and an ongoing conversation yeah. with him. So it wasn't just like I'm trying to pull something out here, make it about me. He was continuing a conversation that they've had where everyone else is just trying to make put plant a flag and make a name. So good. Yeah. Good deal for Frank signing the giant contract. Good deal. He got to go up north, try to beat his record. I didn't I haven't heard if he got himself a nice small mouth. You know, I actually haven't heard that either. He needs to. <laughs> so uh, I, I have heard he will be in Allen Park this weekend. It's a rookie minicamp. This weekend, the rookies will all be there, as far as we've been told. Yep. Um, we do have access to them on Sunday. I am planning on getting out there. I don't know if it'll happen or not, um, depending on a couple of different things. One one is in my control and one is not in my control. Um, <laughs> but if he's there for that, he will certainly get asked that as soon as he gets back into to things. So the Lions are planning on having the players in Allen Park this weekend for yep. that. Good, good. I got one more point before we get to the the Ravens. Uh, just a quick comment I made on Twitter a couple months ago. The nicest thing the Detroit beat media, the Detroit media has ever done for Lions fans is put Carlos behind a paywall. You've had enough of that shit. There we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect drop, coach. <laughs> uh, Baltimore Ravens, September 26th at home. No Tony Siragos in the end zone, please. What do you think, Riz? This is a bad, game. Bad, th- th- this is a bad loss. Yeah. This this is a tough. This is a tough one. Um, it, it takes time to adjust for what Baltimore does, and, and it, there's the whole mantra that oh Lamar Jackson is going to run as RPOs all day. The dude actually throws a really good ball, and yeah. I think that gets lost a it's lot. A pretty hot ball. I mean, he's got a, a pretty good arm for a guy that runs all the time. And I, t- <laughs> I tell you what, them getting Rashad Bateman is a perfect fit for them. That's, that's probably my favorite pick in the draft for that first round because they he throw he had the worst wide receiving core outside of a couple of places last year but I mean they they were bad. And the biggest thing was was Marquise Brown he's he's 5 foot 6, he's got or 5 foot 8, he's got tiny arms. He has no catch radius. Lamar has to literally make a perfect throw every time so that guy has a shot to catch it. And he drops the ball a lot, too. And that was his best receiver. They finally got him a really good guy who can extend and, and make catches away from his body. Lamar's going to be good, folks. Yep. Uh, and th- th- that's a good football team. Their defense is not as good as it has been in recent years. And their their offensive line is a little bit vulnerable. 
But this Lions team is not keeping up with that Ravens team. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, now, John Paul Morrison in the chat, I agree 100%. Tavai shows off his leaner body, spies Jackson, keeps him to less than 20 yards rushing, but they still beat us. <laughs> I don't know about that yeah. storyline. I'll, I'll go with it because it's, it's a nice uh, way to go. But. The other thing you got to remember, they have, remember, remember the Monday night game, Justin Tucker with the bomb. Yeah. Guys, the best kicker in NFL history, not named Jason Hansen. Yeah, you're you're right. You're absolutely right. I want to. I'm sorry. The chat's going. We got a good one. Mike Hodges, who's always got good stuff. The Ravens game will show us where Derek Barnes is or can be. I'm going to take that a little bit differently, uh, Mike. Okay. I'm going to tell you that Derek <laughs> Derek Barnes isn't ready for Lamar Jackson, and he's going to be made to look really, really bad. You're putting a rookie in a you know in a lower round pick, later round pick, in a really bad situation against a damn good NFL football player. I would not judge Barnes by this game by any stretch of the imagination. To do so is premature and unfair. Just just, just my my take. Yeah. I'm not ripping on you, but... I'm, I'm hoping that, that we'll get some positive minutes from Barnes in that game, though. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah. I just don't... I just... That mismatch... To me, that's a massive mismatch because he's it, just too it, young. It's, it's game it, three it, of his... It's, t- it's tough. Well, yeah, especially if you're playing... He's playing Mike. He's only played Mike for one year. Uh, that that that's asking a whole heck of a lot. This is a game, by the way. You beat the you beat the Ravens by having good safety play. What's the worst position group on the Lions? Wide receiver safety. followed by safety. <laughs> oh, oh, it's safety here. here. Oh God, yeah. those are two very players. very bad matchup. This was the this one this one when I was going through and doing all the games. This this one was easy. L. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I would say this is going to be a good learning experience. I, I would like to see Barnes with a mind like a cornerback, Mike, uh, meaning he forgets about it afterwards and just maybe watches film where he can get better. Don't let it. This is the kind of thing you can break a, a, a weaker mind. And uh, I just hope that doesn't happen to him. All right. Moving on. Up. He'll be good. He'll be good. I'm 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 bullish on Barnes, as we talked about last week with with Dan. Yeah, with Dan Shanka. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who is bullish on him too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm to, to be honest. I'm bullish on Tracy Walker. I just don't know who the hell else around him is going to do anything. Yeah, same here. Safety problem. We'll but. see. We'll see. All right, week four yeah. or the fourth game of the season. We've got October third. The Chicago Bears um, at Chicago Not Bears. It's going to be you know it's October third. It's still warm. There's no big weather game here to deal with. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Does Justin Fields play? I'll ask you that first. I don't think he's in at that point because, and part of the reason is that they have two guys ahead of him, not just one. Now, maybe maybe that will resolve itself. Maybe Foles goes away this summer. There's a lot of people in Chicago who would like that to happen yeah. sooner than later. We'll see how that goes. I don't think he gets into this game unless they're in a lot of trouble and they're in grip mode and they're like, they're Owen three. Um, and they're like, you know, to hell with this. We know everybody's going out. Let's see what we got. And, and they make him play them. Yep, yeah. um, and, and so looking at Chicago's early schedule, they could be Owen three. They could also be three and oh, so they're, they're one of those teams that you really don't know what you're getting. They are a rough matchup. And and this is this is what I, I'll paraphrase what I wrote in Lineswire because it came to me pretty naturally on this. Better or a worse Bears defenses than the one that they have this year have locked down better Lions offenses than the one that the Lions are taking to Chicago this year. Mm. Now, but- they, they, now, now some of that was Patricia. Uh, Patricia did. Patricia was an absolute nightmare matchup 
against the Bears. Right. There, there's no question about that. Yeah. That's that's why Mitchell Trubisky earned a lot of money playing Detroit. But look, I, I know it's fashionable for, for Lions fans and, and specifically our our listener base here to rip on the Bears. They did make the playoffs last year and they did get better. <laughs> I mean yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think this year will probably be peak bears, and then I think it's going to fall apart just because of cap contracts, everything else. I think this is where they're going to be at their very best. Yes, that being the case, I, agree. I think they still have a giant question mark at quarterback. There's a reason Justin Fields fell that far. The NFL knows; they know far more than um, draft nicks and and Twitter draft. You know, try, draft oh. Twitter. There's a reason he went there, and there's a lot wow, of people so- I'm here and say. That the Bears may have spent a lot more capital than they should have. I disagree on that. I, I see the Deshaun Watson situation. Obviously, mm-hmm. taking away what's happening with Deshaun now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but th- th- this to me was a Deshaun Watson move, where they moved up and they got it. And Houston went from quarterback purgatory, holding back a team that was ready to win a Super Bowl to a legitimate Super Bowl contender overnight by getting their quarterback. I think Fields can do that for them. I absolutely you do. You better do it quick. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yes, yes, he will need to do it quick because that that defense is getting old and they are not nearly as deep as they have been yeah. on that side of the ball. And I think we can but hold they're still the good. like we haven't, but I am still marking this as a loss as – as are you. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I yeah. want, I'd love to. So, to... And so, so for the savvy listener who read the Lions Wire piece of the day before it, I put this down as a W. In that, I'm, I'm changing this one to an L. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. No. I just. I just. It's a way. Number one. I love being away early in Chicago. Right. I. I, I love. And, and we, we, we almost always play there early. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my, my birthday is my. I'm, I'm born in September. Usually the Bears game in Chicago is right around my birthday. In fact, I've been to the game on my birthday twice there. Um, the a little catch later this there. year, but the Calvin catch was there early yes, in yes, the season. Yes, 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 it was. I was not at that game. Thankfully, thank God that still burned in my in my my soul. Oh, I hate that. All right, week five, and we are now into the last of the the away games in the division, which is interesting. And that was that was something that we that I wanted to talk about was how we get rid of all three of the first five games are divisional road games. That is getting your medicine early. (laughs) That's I've I've heard some folks saying it's good. I've heard some folks saying it's bad. Here's where it kind of bothers me. Young, you know, first year coach, young. All these, all the 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 coordinators, so many player coordinators that are kind of young for what they do. Rookies um, at what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just I don't like to give away the division that early. That's basically where my, my where my head's at, and I may have given away my 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 prediction here. No, no, game, no, but, but that's okay because the, the, my, I would counter that if you win one of these games, what an emotional lift that will be because it is going to be yep. unexpected because yep. they're going to be fa- they're going to be at least touchdown underdogs in all three of those games and. Again, without Aaron Rodgers, that Green Bay game is, I think, completely winnable. And if that's the one they win, I got to put asterisks next to these these other two, right? <laughs> but we're here with Minnesota in Minnesota on October 10th. No cold win when they open the door. Thank you, Tony Ortiz. Um, I'm putting that down as an L. Riz, what do you got? I, I got an L for that one, too. Uh, they are... 
I, I know, again, it's fashionable to, to bag on Kirk Cousins a lot. It's fashionable to bag on them taking a bunch of defensive backs. You, you just want him to be your neighbor after he retires and not hate Kirk. you. <laughs> he was he back that way, back, back, back that way somewhere. Um, actually, yeah, no, no, actually it's that way. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm facing yeah, – he lives west of me. Um, that's east behind me. Got it. Still – yeah, yeah. There's, there's logistics of my my wife's office for you, for you all uh, that I'm sure you care about. Um, they have weaponry that I think is a problem. I think Thielen, um, Je- Justin Jefferson is coming off one of the greatest wide receiver seasons for any rookie in NFL history. I think that gets lost on a lot of people. Um, they they made a move today. They quietly traded away Mike Hughes to the Kansas City Chiefs, a, a first-round cornerback from a couple of years ago. They effectively gave him away. They gave Hughes and a seventh-rounder for a sixth-rounder, which is you know basically, hey, don't go away mad, just go away. That's a popular move in their locker room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I can't say how I know that, but it, it's going to be very well-received in the Minnesota locker room that they're – uh, addition by subtraction there. And I think they're, they're realizing that they need to do a little bit more of that maybe. And uh, that's a good sign. If you're a Vikings fan, it's a bad sign. If you're a lions fan, hoping to catch them and get out of the cellar in the NFC North. Yeah. So this is, this is a loss for me. I really just need them to draft more Laquan Treadwells. If I could get that out of Minnesota, I'd be a happy, happy guy. Like four rounds, first four rounds worth. Oh, <laughs> Um, yeah. You know how much crap I took for not liking Laquan Treadwell in that draft? I got slammed. Yeah, how yeah, how, can, yeah, how can you like Michael Thomas more than Laquan Treadwell? I don't know. I watched the film. <laughs> I didn't buy into the hype. When the first thing you say about a wide receiver is that he's a dominant blocker, probably not going to be a great NFL wide receiver. Oh man! All right, so we got our L's there. We were. I've got it. You taking the W on Laquan. Yeah, you take the us, L with the game. Though. You got us one and five. I got us two and four. Sorry, no, we're, we're only, only well, yeah, four, one and us two and five, two and three, two and three. Yeah, I'm having my math now. skills aren't that shaky. Yet. Yeah, well, everything's shaky here. All right, uh, really quick. Hey, you guys, while you're while you're watching, uh, please go ahead and hit that like button and and subscribe if you can. Uh, but the like button's really important. It helps us out a lot with the, you know, the YouTube algorithm, all that stuff, how this thing works. If you get the like, if you if you if you got it in you, hit a subscribe too. We don't usually hit you guys with that, but that really does help us out. Subscribe the bell. It does. The like Plus button. you'll you'll know when we're coming. And that's always important. <laughs> in, in in the best in the most positive way possible. <laughs> all right. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Don't you don't usually do those breaks, but um we yeah. we try to yeah. just do do entertainment. Yeah. Now we now we get Cincinnati. Yes, home though. We are back in Detroit, so we are now, what is it? This is six games in, game six, home no. for three, away for three. That's a good split. It feels like the first, but the first and the sixth, they're both home. So it feels like there's a lot of away stuff in the middle there. But we're home with the Bungles. No. We feel like we've got a little bit of Chase. We got a little bit of Burrow. Um, is, 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 he's going to be back, right? There's no question he's going to be back and playing. Yeah, Joey. he will be yeah, back. Yeah. He will be back by that point. Yeah. And uh, um, I, I will I will carve to it. I'm a Joe Burrow fan. I like the guy a lot. And I am rooting for him to get back and to be really good. And I know that runs counter to a lot of people. Like, Aren't you from Cleveland? Yeah, I am. I like Joe Burrow. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Joe Burrow too. And you know, you know how there, how it is. You, there's guys around the league that you like, and you, like Matthew Stafford's a great example. Now he's a guy that I like yeah. absolutely. I would never like him at the expense 
of the Lions. Whenever he faces the right. Lions, I hope he right. loses. But any other game, I'd, I'd be happy to see him win. Uh, except yeah. the comp picks, you know, uh, they aren't uh, as meaningful to me though. I, 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 whatever is better for the Lions is what I want. But I, picks. but I really like Matthew Stafford. I wish Freaking comp picks. All right, Bengals are here. They're a crazy, crazy team. It's only October. They've been practicing outside since 1935. Uh, <laughs> 1966 yeah. was when they came into existence. But it feels like 35 because that's from yeah. when the equipment was built. They bought it used when they built the place. Um, <laughs> one of the highest spending teams in the league. I, I feel like we can beat the Bungles. Even with Joe and Chase, I, I really feel like this is going to be a win for the Lions. A home. Uh, I do, too. After a couple tough away games. And I'll tell you, this is where the investment on day two and Levi Anruzurike, Anruzurike, Anruzurike. and especially Ali McNeil are going to be a big problem for for the theory that the Bengals are testing of taking the wide receiver to help your quarterback instead of taking the offensive tackle to help your running, to help your quarterback. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, This is a game where the Lions defensive front Front six, front seven, however you want to call it, can dominate a team, and I think they will. Uh, I, I, it wouldn't shock me if they held the, the Bengals to two scores in this game. Circle this game in the letter D for defense, because this is where those two picks that, and and I, I admit it, I, I absolutely will, and I will, I will cop to it. You know. Riz has done this in the beginning, and and I've seen it, and it's 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 the best way to go. We've always tried to be this way, but cop to your mistakes, right? I, I don't know if it was a mistake, but I was confused at the strategy after day two for the Lions draft. I was like, what in the world are we thinking? Seeing it play out, seeing what they did, I get it. It was great. It was absolutely fabulous. But in that moment, I was stunned. Had the two D line picks there. In, in, I was in, too. In two a lot three. of us were. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was tough to process when. My God, look at our wide receiver room. Look at our safety room. Yeah. Look at our off ball linebackers. We got. We got one and a half, two of them. I mean, yeah. we don't have a great pass rush. We we don't have a right guard that is here for the future. There's there's a lot of other areas they yep. they chose to emphasize this. This is the kind of game where you're going to see that payoff. But the flip side of that. If they don't pay off in games like exactly. this, it's really not going to look good. <laughs> and this this is exactly it. They, you circle this with that D because that's what yep. you're watching. And if they don't pay off, if that defense doesn't perform, that's where I think the day two, day three draft strategy of this front office, that's where the real questions hit. Absolutely, no. that's the one because this should be a dominating game for them. No questions just, asked. Just something else to consider. This game is right before the NFL trade deadline. Let's say the Lions are where we think they are and with either one or two wins. It's pretty clear that they're not going to be competing for a playoff berth at that point. You've got guys like Trey Flowers, Jamie Collins, guys who are not going to be here in 2023, 2024, when this team is expecting to be a contender. Do they sell them off at this point to make room for more playing time for Anruzurike? Anruzurike, I'm dyslexic on that. Um, and and playing, it's you know, playing the youngsters more. Derek Barnes getting ample playing time with instead of Jamie Collins. You know, you're going to see things like that. Or do they spotlight? You know, like, hey Trey, go out and get three sacks today, and then we'll trade you to New England, where you want to be. You know, that's that's the type of dynamic that's going to happen around this time if this team is not competitive or not not realistically competing for a playoff berth. And I think I think most of us would agree that that's probably where they're going to be. This is the time of year where you're going to see that play out a lot. 
And I see this team going in again. I see us going in um, two and three into this game with a very confident front office saying we can win this one. And we walk out three and three. And that's what I have them as, right? You have them as two and four. I have them as three and three. Three and three yeah. is 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 still in contention, absolutely. Right. And I'm not I'm not I don't want to put any illusions up. I, I don't want pe- I don't want people to start thinking that, oh, he's saying they're gonna contend or anything. That's not what I'm saying. But if they're three and three at this point, they are still in the game, and they're more in the game than any of the Patricia teams ever were. All right. I just want to I want to hit what Well, that one Patricia team was three and three. <laughs> no, they were they were two, three, and one, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And then they yeah. went Yeah, three, twelve, and one. <laughs> so we've got um John Paul Morrison. He says, I see this team as being better than its pieces. Emotion, grit, and desire can help a team get better faster. I feel this team is a two win streak away from pushing for the playoffs. Now, I agree with everything except the last four words, the pushing for the playoffs piece. I think this team is exactly what you said, John Paul, except I just don't see them quite being able to get to the playoffs. I see them pushing for an 8-8 eight and eight season with a two-win streak. I think that you're right. It, the sum total is more than its parts. Um, and and as, as a group, again, I go if you listen to what Ragnow said, if you listen to what he said about the team and the attitude and how things are different than they've ever been, right, He's got a sense of a change, and and there's something there's something building, and that's what the, that's what the coaches and the front office and everyone's counting on is the 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 heart of these guys and the way they play ball. We haven't had a team made up of these kinds of guys in Detroit in about as many years as I can remember. So this it's it's you know they talk about the twelfth man. This is I don't want to say it's a thirteenth man because gosh we're gonna talk about some unlucky stuff later. But this this is <laughs> you know what I'm referring to. This is this is an intangible, right? This is an intangible yeah. that the te- this team is going to bring. Playoffs I don't I don't I don't know that that's where we're at. But I guess eight and nine instead of eight and eight I forget you see you're right. It's tripped us off tripped me up already. Um it's it's awkward. I see that two win streak being something that really drives these guys forward uh, in the right spot, but uh, I just don't. I just don't see this team making the playoffs. Riz, tell me, I'm nah, I've been on the no, I, again. No, I, I, <laughs> they, they are much closer to getting a top three draft pick than they are to making the playoffs. Yeah. That's and and some of that is is looking around at what the rest of the the league and specifically the NFC. There's some good teams. I, I think the three best teams in the NFL are all in the AFC. But there's a cluster after, well, Tampa Bay obviously won the, the championship. They're bringing everybody back. So I, I probably need to include them in that as well. Um, but they're really good. <laughs> I don't want to be seen as disparaging the Buccaneers. Um, and they will probably be my pick to represent the NFC again. But the NFC West has four teams that I can make an argument all can make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I just poo-pooed the 49ers. But I could also be wrong. And they could be the team that represented the Super Bowl. At the conference of the Super Bowl the year before. They're a wild card for sure. I mean, and I don't mean in the in a playoff spot. Yeah. Right? They're a wild card I, as a team. I I really like what Washington has done. That is a team. Yes, they they won yes. the worst division in in football history last year. They got a lot better. Damn, uh, I yeah. think not not just at quarterback. That team got better at a lot of spots. Mm-hmm. That defense that, is terrifying. Yes, their their defense is – they're going to be really, really good. I think the Falcons are due for a good hiccup year. I think the, you know, the the Panthers, who knows what they got. I think Dallas, as much as I would begrudgingly say it, will not be as bad as they were last year. The Giants fascinate me because I I see how – I see a Giants path 
to 10, 11 wins. I don't think they're going to get there, but I see their path. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of teams that you got to catch. And, and with, frankly, the, the talent level that's on this team, there, there are your best player is your center. Your second best player is probably your left tackle. It might be your defensive end. The, those aren't the positions that the best teams that are competing for playoff bursts typically have as their best players. There's a talent gap at the skill positions and the, the, the perimeter of the defense that's going to be difficult for the Lions to overcome in games where teams that have that have it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. You're good. I think Oro Warrior is going to take a huge step. I mean, listening to Okuda, what he said, the things that he wish he was told in his rookie year, Man. I think you're going to see a huge step from him too. I agree. I, I, I think on the outside of the defense, the, I don't think it's this year, but I think you're going to see a big step forward from both gentlemen this year. I, I think you're going to see a lot. And my, my, per, my, my, my personal theory yeah. is that the Lions defense is far, far, far ahead of the Lions offense right now. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I absolutely. Agree. I mean, you got to throw out the, the defense as you know it from last year and the year before that and throw away that offense because that offense ain't here no more. Nope. nope <laughs> no, it is not. All right. Let's uh, get into uh, one uh, interesting game. This is going to be a lot of fun. It's uh, the first 4 o'clock game. It's 4.05, October 24th. Game 7 against the Rams of Los Angeles and their loser of a quarterback. Stat Padford! Can't get the ball past he the scrimmage. So weak. Looks like a jerk. Total frat jerk you know one of those guys he can't he can't probably flip it off the camera yeah you know doing keg stands yeah anyway we're playing the la rams the 24th sorry we appeared on 97 one there for a second our our apologies (laughs) won't happen again um la rams matthew stafford we're there I, i i i mean i'm just straight gonna say everything stacked against us here now there's gonna be an element of emotion for holmes doing his homecoming and the guys want to stand up for him. Right. There's also the element of Matthew. I don't know how well he is. You know, he's, he's taken a lot of injuries. This is now we're game seven into the season. There's, and, and he, he always gets dinged up early, right? There's always a finger or something that's tweaked early. Uh, not wishing and, it on him, right? But, all right, and their their offensive line is not as good as Detroit's, and it isn't as good as Detroit's last year either. <laughs> and you've got another week where the Lions' defensive line could really, really show that the draft strategy had uh, made a lot of sense. I think you need to put another big D on your calendar here because this is another one where you can evaluate this, our, our draft strategy. We, 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 we can talk about the Rams draft for a second here. Their first pick, remember, they, they traded all their picks away forever. <laughs> their first pick was a guy, a wide receiver, who is the exact same size as my sixth grade daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. But you've got to be fair and say your your sixth grade daughter is taller than ninety nine percent of yes, sixth grade she, daughters. She, she she stands out in her class. That's, that's a fair that's a fair side on that. You're not lying, but it's it's <laughs> it's not a, a true representation either. No, yeah. That, yeah. But it's good. It's good. I, I like that. I, I wish I can't use your daughter in references, but that's that's yours to use forever, dude. I love that one. 
They're, 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 I, I don't I don't know how this team got better outside of adding Stafford. They're, two of their three best players in their secondary are in Cleveland now. Their second best defensive lineman is in Detroit, Michael Brockers, who I think most Lions fans have no clue that he can play. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to miss those guys. They didn't replace squad douche on that team. Oh, they man. are they they are. They are banking on Matthew Stafford making the making a lesser Rams team than they were last year two or three games better. Yes, I I I think we will all agree that Matthew Stafford would uh, we I personally would like to see it happen for him because I I want to see it for him. Yeah, but that's asking a hell of a lot from a guy who was never able to really elevate some decent Lions teams to where we wanted them to be. Maybe he can do it. He he absolutely has the capability of doing it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I kind of need to see it because I don't think this Rams team is as good as they have been in the last two or three seasons overall on their roster. My and their draft is baffling how bad their draft was are you with what this, they lost. Are you calling this a Lions win? No, God, no. Okay. <laughs> no, we're, we're losing this game, but I'm, I'm going more macro here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I think Stafford's going to hang 400 <laughs> yards and five touchdowns on this team. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I got to go macro. You baby. made me so confused. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're losing. Uh, yeah, what he said. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Thanks, that Riz. I needed that. <laughs> First week back to work after a couple months. Oh man, I'm tired. No, that was that's that's absolutely lost. It's absolutely lost. Um, Rams are not a squad douche. That's Kung Fu Panda, right? <laughs> Isn't that? Well, that's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Underrated kids movie that has some adult appeal yeah. to it too. All right, so we'll we'll just rock that off. Uh, Loretto yeah. hit us the super chat. Thank you, brother. Did you talk about the bye week yet? No, we're uh, one game away from the bye week. And Rodgers, we we did uh, talk about him a bit at the first one. We are assuming Aaron Rodgers is not playing for the Green Bay Packers in our work today. Um, we expect it to be Blake Bortles. <laughs> I love that name. It's just so dumb. Blake they're Bortles. not going to play. They can't play Blake Bortles if they're throwing away the kingdom Fine. for Jordan Love. They can't. Fine, Jordan I, Love. I don't understand how people don't understand that. Jordan Love, whatever you say. <laughs> if it's Blake Bortles, though, you owe me a fiver. Okay. <laughs> fair. Fair. I'm good for it. <laughs> All right. So we got a couple losses. We are now. I am three and four. You are two and five. We're heading yeah. into the Philadelphia Eagles at home. Got a little home game before the bye week. A good chance to kind of get some work done. I oh, don't think yeah. the Eagles. I, and I think I think they're going to eat the Eagles. I really do. I just straight up say I think this is going to be uh, a win for the Lions. I don't think the Eagles. I have agree. Take. And I think that um, it's going to be I a think- sad homecoming for Darius Slay. Uh, and carry on Johnson and yeah, the other yeah. two running backs that they've stolen from us. This is Fun the with. big V revenge game, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to maul some people in this game. Going to show Philadelphia that they should have paid him there instead of letting him go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think that the Eagles are right there with the lions and a couple of other teams as the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is this. Uh, so to go macro, if you're one of the people that wants the Lions to get the best possible draft pick, you want them to lose this game because the Eagles are going to be there in that bottom five, too. Yep. 
So I'm, keep that in mind. I can't. I just can't. You know, their roster. Their roster is rough, dude. Yeah. It's it's not good. Yep. I, they, they 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 have some peaks, but they get their their valleys are worse than Detroit's valleys. I I can't wish a loss in this team. You know what I mean? It's just I just can't. Yeah. And and I look at this, yeah. and that's where we're at. Uh, before we get there, we got uh, Crape Chanel <laughs> in the chat. He says it's going to be Rogers, guys. The cap hit is impossible. If Rogers doesn't want to come back, Rogers isn't going to come back. And I think he's got enough that he's willing to give the money back. I'm just telling you, he's he is uh, a a spiteful. Um, bitter. He he he's got that bitter. Yep. Breakup money. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna he do something crazy. All right. Yeah. So now we head to the bye week. I think the biggest game this week without the Lions playing is, and then here we go, our St. Jude annual St. Jude fundraiser. We're gonna do the 24 hour podcast a thon again during the bye week, Friday, November 5th through uh, Saturday, November 6th. Get a lot of time to plan for this. We're going to do a lot of good stuff while the Lions heal the players. We're going to help try to heal the kids and their families and help them get all the care uh, for their sickness without having to pay a dime. And that's what we do every year when we try to uh, raise money for the St. Jude. Uh, Great, great Children's Research Hospital. Great, great charity doing great stuff. So we will do that. Uh, Mark your calendars November 5th. Save your pennies. Uh, we're going to grab you by the ankles and take everything we can. <laughs> Raised 20 grand for them last year, thanks to all of you. And we appreciate it more than you guys know. We're going at it again. Uh, I, last year, matched all the money from the auction. So, you know, I may pull something out of the hat this year again. So, uh, whatever you guys can do, we got some good stuff. The Lions always take part in the auction. Uh, we got to get Wayne on. We got to get Wayne on the show. I mean, we'll, yes, that's please do. We're going to get Wayne on the next two or three weeks. Wayne Fonts, we'll, we'll have a talk with him. He's always on for the the St. Jude. Maybe we can do, get. I'll get a couple balls because he's, he's local. I'll go see him. Uh, I'll get a couple balls and we'll auction those throughout the year. Uh, try Foot to raise a couple bucks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. <clears throat> got to specify these things. I guess you're right. All right. So we go Philadelphia. We have Philadelphia at home, which really stinks right. because I could fly there for for a game. I would uh, no, I wouldn't. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> their their new stadium. I I have I've not been to a football game there, but I've been in the, the building. It's 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 quite nice. Uh, if you've ever been to the vet, that place needed to go. I, I hear it's elevated a little bit so that the the wind resistance on the batteries is less and, and they hit harder. <laughs> When when they're thrown, so that's why. Well, yeah, there, there, there's no there's no giant rats looking up at you longingly from the urinal cakes. That's <laughs> that, that's much better than the yeah. vet used to be. Yeah, what was that? Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. I'm not even, I don't. Not even, Last time I was in the vet, Bronson Arroyo threw a no hitter. <laughs> that's how long ago that was. <laughs> All right, got well, rained out after five innings, so didn't get credit for it. Week ten, four. game nine. I've got him at four and four. Riz I'm at three and five. five. Yeah. Okay. With, got, with with we both have them beating Philadelphia. Yes. We now have them going to Pittsburgh, who tried so hard to steal Hank Fraley, and they couldn't do it. They tried. I guess <laughs> they did, and they couldn't because they aren't. They aren't all that. They're not Detroit, baby. That's right. And um, so we're in Pittsburgh. Lily Tomlin coaching. <laughs> Sorry, there's an old reference. Dude, you can't you can't diss Mike Tomlin. Man. I love my, I, I love too. Mike Tomlin. I do too. Again, this is this is another take that I have that gets me in trouble with the Cleveland people. Mm-hmm. I like Mike Tomlin a lot. I do too. 
I do too. I, I you know, you know how I exaggerate things, but I'm, I'm kind of hoping that Dan Campbell the, turns into a Mike, Mike Tomlin type of coach. Tomlin is one of the baddest mofos to walk the yes. sideline in the yes, NFL. He is. I love everything he brings and represents over there. He does a great job and you're right i hope Dan that team, a twice as tall version of that <laughs> that team is always in his image mm-hmm. they've done a great job of crafting players who buy into mike tomlin and what he's selling and they do a very good job of not taking players that don't and that's just as important in the nfl these days and i think pittsburgh by and large has done a really good job at that Having said that, this is the worst Pittsburgh team that Tomlin has had, and they're ripe for the taking here. But I don't think that the Lions are going to pull it off. Um, it's in Pittsburgh. This is a this is a, the point in Pittsburgh season where they really got to start racking some wins together if they want to keep their jobs. Um, because realistically, this is Big Ben's last season. It could be Tomlin's last season by his choice. There, there's a lot of things going on there. I, I think they will eke this out over Detroit, but I do think it'll be close. Um, and, I, and I wrote this in the Lions where I think this is a game where we will notice that Matt Prater is no longer the kicker for the Lions because this is a game that could very well come down to a kick and not having Matt Prater um, and having fat Randy and his <laughs> double calves is not going to go so well. His, he's had a house of horrors against Pittsburgh in his career. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that there, there's my justification for the loss is not having Matt Breeder anymore. Okay, that's good. And make sure you check this out. I, I got to say, uh, lionswired at usatoday.com. Great work from Riz all the time. During the week when you're not listening to the show, you, you get your Union Lions fix. Riz's stuff is the tops. It is absolutely oh, the top. You're too kind. Um, but Pittsburgh, this is a home game, and I'm calling it a win. I'm calling this a win if we're at home, and I just uh, it stings me. It stings me to call this a loss because you're no, they're they're in Pittsburgh. Just, I know if it's a home game, we win. This oh, game. I, uh, and it stings so me because they're away. It's if it's yeah. this is a typical Lions thing where like for years the players we need don't line up right in the draft. We get this we get this weird gap place, and then we wind up with Eric freaking Ebron or something stupid like that. <laughs> constant like. And this is one of those things where you know. What the heck? Why can't we? Why can't we have them at home? But no, this is going to be a loss. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. All right, moving on. The 21st of November, Sunday, 1 p.m. We're going to face off against the Cleveland Browns. Now these brownies, they did a lot. Chris, okay, let me tell you, they're they're for real. They're for real. They're yeah, they're real good. Yeah, <laughs> they're, I they don't know are. How you gave up the the Browns wire. I'm just telling you because this uh, is the year. You'd make a million dollars off of that, dude. This is their year. God, so, I wouldn't say they're a blueprint so, to go from 0-16 to where they are now. I wouldn't use that as a blueprint because there was some really rough road along the way. But holy cow, this team yeah, is one of, the, one, of the, one of the four <laughs> that haven't made the Super Bowl ever. This they, got a, they got a legit shot this year. Holy this, this team is really, really good. Uh, the, and And... and so I'll, I'll harken back to what I wrote. Um, and I wrote this only on Lionswire. I did not write it on the Brownswire, but uh, I, I still write at Brownswire, by the way. I'm just not in charge of the day-to-day operations anymore. And I'm very happy about that. It, it's a very good thing. If you care about that, watch the podcast I was on last night, All Eyes on Cleveland with Brad Ward. We explained all that last night. Check that out. Subscribe to his channel, too, because he's a really good dude. Uh, and I like him a lot. And he has me on a lot. And we have fun. Uh, this Cleveland team can win the Super Bowl this year. 
And I'm not saying that because I'm from Cleveland. I'm not saying that because I've covered the team for the last five years. This is a great, great football team. You want top-end talent, they got it. They have the best offensive line in the NFL. They have Miles freaking Garrett. And if you want to amuse yourself and, and are confident that your wife loves you, have her watch the videos he posts on Instagram of him working out. Good freaking Lord. <laughs> the guy does 60-inch box jumps with 50-pound dumbbells in each hand. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he's human. I don't know how Taylor Deckers can block him. I don't, they're, they're, they're so good. And, and Baker Mayfield really clicked at the end of last year. This is a team that's going to win multiple playoff games this year. They are not going to lose. Now, now I will say this, though. It is a bit of a trap game for them because it's between Pittsburgh and Baltimore for them. So there's some risk for that, but this is this is a really good Browns team, guys. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm I'm unfortunately calling this a loss too. The Browns are for real. The Browns are going to be for real for a while. The, what's the, the they are, situation so it, has them set up for for a little bit, doesn't it? They, they uh, they're going to have to make some tough decisions. They already made one getting rid of Sheldon Richardson. Uh, their big decision is do they pay Nick Chubb or not after this year. And uh, that's a conversation that's for a different podcast, but that's, that's, they're going to have to make some tough choices. So Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb, David Njoku are all on the team this year. Two of those guys won't be there in 2022, but they're all there now. And you better believe they're going to try to go out on a winning note. All right, there we go. Okay, I'm just lining up my uh, my things. So we both called Cleveland a loss, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's what three and six for me, and four and no three and seven for me. Yes, I'm and, and you're at four six. and six. Yep, okay. still in it, barely hanging on. But what did I do? I headed on over to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com <laughs> because I know Thanksgiving's coming up. I got a couple extra days. I need to chill out. I need to feel the 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 the, the the stress will fall out just like Ray's shows. Head over to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get the very, very best in pain, anxiety, and insomnia relief. It is the stuff you need. There's two kinds, and I want to tell everybody this because I don't want anybody to get into a dangerous space. There's the normal CBD that you can go ahead and use, and that is going to cure all, take care of all three of those things for you. Um, and you can be fine on drug tests. But if you go to the chill line or the chill extreme line, then you're going to find you get all those great feelings and makes you make makes the pain, anxiety and insomnia go away. But you also get a good buzz with it. Not a little buzz, a good buzz with it. The chill extreme is 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 power powerhouse stuff. It's for real. It is good stuff. So uh, check out CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. When you take the chill or chill extreme line, please, the first time, only take one gummy, only eat one gummy. Um, I've had many, many reports from guys losing a couple hours from eating too much. So just do one the first time and you know how it works. And you're going to go CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast. Support the show by supporting your head. Thank you. All right, Chicago Thanksgiving. I need, I need some of the chill to deal with my chair here. I, I, I had to go grab my, my, for those of you watching on YouTube, my laptop was about to die, so I had to go get the charger in the other room, and I came back, and I moved the chair, and the chair went off the little thing, so I'm <laughs> so like, you go. I'm hitting, I'm trying to shove in, I'm hitting the back of the, 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 the floor cover. I'm like, yeah. All I saw was, I'm better now. and then you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. All is well. But All you is see well. That? Just see how professional I was throughout that. That I, mean, I got us through and we're back. That, that was track. very good. Thank uh, you. I am a broadcasting professional. All right. Let's uh, talk about the Chicago. <laughs> I, I, Thanksgiving, I should, baby. I should show it on the podcast once in a while. Uh, let's talk about the Chicago game. Thanksgiving, <laughs> November 25th. Gosh, I want to come in town for this game. I'm, I keep, I'm still trying to figure out what games I want to go to. The aways, the homes, whatever's. They're all good. November 25th, Chicago. I'm straight calling a win out of this one. I, I, I really am. At home on Thanksgiving, wow. I'm just straight saying, look, I know the Bears are good, but the Bears and the Lions play very, very close, and they seem to trade every year. And I think this Lions team, um, it, it's that intangible thing, that, that heart and soul that makes up this team. It's being home. It's Thanksgiving. It's you know the, the, the family, the grit. The love of football, the tradition. I think all of these things are going to drive these guys to play in a game. Because you steal one every year. You know what I mean? And I think this is the game you do. that the Lions are going to get. It's on Thanksgiving on a national stage. And again, there are two national games I'm predicting wins on. Which normally I just automatically write them off as losses. Because the Lions have never been able to show up in the big show. And it's always yeah. that's when their seasons turn for the worse. But this is, this is a new regime. This is a different mindset. And I think these two games are going to, no matter what the record is, people say, hi, yeah, yeah, look at the record. But they're going to have seen them nationally and say, there's something about this team. So I'm seeing a win here in, on Thanksgiving against Chicago. I'm going the other direction. I think this is the game where Justin Fields rubs it into the Lions' noses that they didn't take him. I think this is his breakout game. Ooh. And it, it, a big, big Bears win. Um, the Lions haven't won on Thanksgiving since 2016. Two of those losses were to the Bears. Um, the, the latter of those was one of the most lifeless games I've ever seen in any domain. Um, that, I believe that was the, that was the David Blau game. Was it not? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was, that was rough. Uh, this one will be better, but, uh, this, this is one where I think the bears really, I, I think this is Justin Fields saying, Hey, Bob, you should have drafted me. And, uh, this, this is his statement. And remember folks, and let's go back to two years ago. When Riz predicted us to be a five-year, a five-win team, and was excoriated on social media, on I Reddit, was. everywhere. I mean, was just still on frog marched right. I mean, across town, <laughs> <laughs> they, oh my God. they hated this man, and yes. he nailed it. Except for the tie, the tie blew his brain, his whole thing out, so nobody trusts him anymore. No, Slipping but ties. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not going to argue with you because you, you t seem to have this this knack for predicting horror <laughs> for the Lions. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's hard not to, right? But I'm, I, I'm not going to argue against you. But I just think this is that game. This is that game where where the the script is flipped. So, and I, I, I see Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields next year is a lot more of a threat against the Lions than this year. That's where I'll disagree, but that's okay. So you now have us at three and nine. Eight. Three and eight. At two and four for the first five. That's what, that's because I missed out. That's that's six. Six games. Yeah. Two. We're in week we're in week twelve. I got two and they four played eleven for games. Six and one and three for the last four. Yeah. And now we got two more. And you got two no losses. So you got three and nine, right? Is that what we said? Is that what you said? Eight. Three and eight. I'm at three and eight. Okay. Okay. You would be at five and six. 
I don't know why my math isn't working. I'm going to trust yours. I don't know. All right, we'll move on to the you. You had us beat you. You had us losing to, to both Cleveland and Pittsburgh, right? Yes. So, so you you are now two wins ahead of me. Yes. So yeah. So you're at five and six. I'm at I'm at uh, whatever I just said. Really. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. All right. Yeah. Oh, Loretto, thank you. Wow. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, my friend. There's always two to three high quarterback busts from the draft. Fields is one of those busts. Buddy, I, so this is where Riz and I disagree. And and Riz thinks that Fields was taken too, I don't want to say too late, but later than he should have probably he, been. He should have been the number two pick in this draft. Zach Wilson is the easy call for the bust in this draft. The Jets are going to rue the decision that they locked in on him so early. Interesting. I think I, I agree with Loretto that the the Justin Fields he fell for a reason, and and the only thing that really seals it is that Chicago moved up to grab him. Their history here shows that they have no ability. That Pace has no ability to either deal with his draft capital appropriately or evaluate a quarterback. So there's something there's something funky going on. If he's great, more power to him. I hope he's, you know, for his sake as a as a player, I hope he does great. For the Lions' sake, I hope he's a Trubisky, you know, ditto, and we move <laughs> on. We'll see how it goes. But uh, nice if we beat him because we could never damn beat Trubisky. I know. I know. But, that, that really bothered me about Patricia that he couldn't beat Trubisky. It's embarrassing. I mean, that's probably the, one yeah. of the most embarrassing things about, about the Patricia era is that we couldn't beat Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell. Mitchell. All right. Dude, dude, spend his signing bonus on Axe Body Spray. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> Still can't even get close to him. I will never forget him doing knuckle push ups to make himself look swole before he did his combine interview. Mm. Like, dude, really? Come on. Mm. Minnesota Vikings at home, December 5th, in the frozen, frozen Ford Field because the air conditioning was stuck on. Because um, <laughs> it's Ford Field. Uh, let's see. What do you think? Um, we've got Kirk Cousins. We've got a receiving core that we've talked about, but we've got him at home this time. This is this is going to turn the tables. My, how the turntables. Can I can I give you a reason why the Lions have some chance to win here better than they do in the other one? Yeah, I'm Vikings play the Vikings play Sunday night football in San Francisco the week before this, so they're traveling from San Francisco to Detroit. Shorter week. Travel, you know, the, the, oh, that's, the, 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 that's an advantage for the Lions. The schedule makers did them a favor here. Um, the other thing is we had a long that break if, from Thanksgiving. Right. We're, we're coming off that break. So yeah. the, the, that's 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 about as good of an advantage as you're going to get oh, schedule wise. Mm. The other thing is San Francisco figures to be a physical football team. They're coming out of that. Maybe, maybe. maybe so this is where. Up. We, we got to go macro here again for a second. The Vikings are a perilous team. They can be really good. They can also be in the final year of the Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer, all the things moving Rick Spielman, all the things that they've got going on there. If, the, if they're not in playoff contention by this point, they could be having an interim coach at this game, especially if they lose this game. This could be Kellen Mond audition time. Uh, if if it's not going well for them. And if that happens, I like the Lions' chances a lot. But if this is a team that's still playing for something, the Vikings are going to win this game because they are a bad matchup X's and O's for what the Lions do. Hmm. 
So you got to put a W or an L down. What are you going to do? I'm, I'm going to put the L down. Oh. But but it's it's one. This is this is one of those games that can go either way. Absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't fault anybody for picking the Lions to win this one. I thought you were going to take it like like I took my Chicago game is the one that they pull out right that they just kind of kind of mumble left their way into it. I, I have this as a solid <laughs> uh, as a solid loss. It, now I okay. want to say at this point we're having a heck of a lot more fun with this Lions team than we've had yes. in any of the last three years. Um, and this is something I want folks to understand because it doesn't look like. This is going to be a great team this year on the wins and losses. Schedule's fun. Where we're going is fun. All that kind of stuff. But this team is going to be a lot more fun to watch play. There's going to be some crazy stuff that happens. I am telling you there are going to be some crazy plays. There's going to be some crazy... This is weird to say, but some crazy bounces the ball that just didn't happen before. This is going to be one of the most entertaining years of football Lions have had. I absolutely agree with that. We're going to see an inspired group and and guys who aren't inspired won't be on the field and they won't be on the team long. And I I think you're going to see some of that weeding out process go on, which is one of the reasons why I talked when we were talking about the Cincinnati game, why the trade deadline is something to really focus on this year, because if they realize that the guys don't fit, they're going to get rid of them this year. That's, that's, that's the way Holmes does things. That's the way John Dorsey does things. If, if it's not working, they're going to, they're going to bail on it. So uh, pay pay more attention than usual to the trade deadline this year, and specifically guys that you know you you can see the camps. We talked about it: Flowers, Collins. Uh, uh, offensively, it's a little bit tougher, but you know yeah, they don't really have anybody that can go on offense. Maybe maybe somebody would pay for Big V if they have injury problems. How about the I don't amount know. of time or how uh, the amount of roster positions they had for UDFA's this year? Isn't yeah. that, it was and, like, how many they signed? What was it? Nine? Four, uh, no, I think we're at 13. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like nine, 12. And, and there are two or three of them that have very good chances to not only make the team, but make the active roster every week and actually play a little. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a testament to a couple of things. How bad the team is, number one, uh, from a yes. talent perspective at certain <laughs> positions. But um, also, how, how crazy this draft was. Right with with guys that didn't play and and everything else that happened, this was and, and and the level of talent. Right, this is a really nutty year for talent, and there's a lot of guys. This is going to be on the, the the counter side of it from a player's perspective. There's going to be a lot of throwaway players out there. There's going to be a lot yes. of throwaway players this year, drafted or not. And uh, I think part of the part of the deal is there's a lot of high um, ranked guys that wound up. UDFAs for various reasons that are going to play. You're probably going to see, let me make a weird prediction. There'll be more UDFAs that make a roster and play next year than than normal and more low round draft picks that don't than normal. Does that make sense? Riz is frozen. We've lost him. He'll be back in a minute. It does make sense. I know it does. All right, so there you go. Here we are. We've got Minnesota Vikings. We've got losses for both of those. I know Riz will reconnect after the Minnesota Vikings. Let's see, we've got a three and eight for Riz. We got I'm back. Five I'm back. and seven for me. I put us down for losses. Hey, Riz. We're, okay, good. I'm back. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. We're now moving on to the Denver Broncos, December 12th. It's, a, it's our second four o'clock game of the year um, in Denver. Now, I've heard people talking about the, the weather. The, the, this is the test of the weather. and the t- 
Denver. Could be. I, have a, I have a friend who, who who lives in Highlands Ranch. I hadn't seen him for a couple of years, but I went and visited him, and it was beautiful. And I was like, "Man, I bet your snowblower gets a workout because he moved from Michigan." He's like, "Nope, sold it." Like, what do you mean you sold it? He said, "When it snows here, it snows like an inch, and by the way, by the time half the day's gone, it's gone. It's melted. It's gone." In Denver proper, you really don't get all that kind of crazy snow. The second you hit the foothills, it goes up, right? I think it may be cool, cold, okay? I just don't think it's going to be a massive weather kind of a game. The, the biggest weather they have are the, the thunderstorms in the first part of the season. So I don't think that's going to yeah. be as big a factor. Yeah, the, the, there's more likely to be bad weather in Pittsburgh and Cleveland in, in prior weeks than there is in this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, so here we are. We're looking at the Denver Broncos. Um, where where it, Aaron Rodgers could be the quarterback. I don't think Aaron Rodgers quarterbacks anywhere Ooh, if he leaves. Okay, okay. It's, it's crazy, right? It's a huge prediction. Mm-hmm. I don't think the if he's going to go, the Green Bay Packers aren't going to get I, – I, nobody's going to – he's just, he's just going to be – they're not going to let him go. They're not going to let him play in this league. I really do not believe that they're going to let him play, him play with another team. I, I buy that. And, and some of that is based on their experience with Favre and how south that went. It's, I, I, my whole dream is for Aaron Rodgers to get traded to the Broncos or whoever and wind up back in Minnesota so it could be just like Brett Favre forever oh a Viking. God, that'd be right. great. Oh, my God. That'd be oh great. It's great. Yeah. They I don't know. So, they go to Minnesota. so regardless of, of who's the quarterback for them, even though Drew Locke isn't very good, he's one of the few quarterbacks that I would absolutely take Jared Goff over, um, both short and long term. <laughs> Denver's Denver's really good except the quarterback. That's one of the reasons why you hear Aaron Rodgers penciled in there. Their defense is really good. Yep. Their offensive line has gotten a lot better. They have weapons. Uh, in fact, they're good enough at wide receivers that they, they cut today Deshaun Hamilton, their fourth-round pick from a couple of years ago. Hmm. And by the way, don't be surprised if the Lions put a waiver claim in yeah. on that. Uh, that that's that's very likely to happen. Um, uh, they might, he might not actually fall to their their waiver claim spot. But that's That waiver claim point. now is still based – Still based on the draft order until week six. So uh, the Lions are seventh in that line, and they probably won't get a crack at Hamilton. But I bet I, I, I will. I'll be surprised if they don't put a waiver claim in on him. But that's again, Denver's loaded except at quarterback. This is a good football team. If they get the quarterback right, this team can win a playoff game or yep. two. Yep. But and I wouldn't there's nothing there's no harm in putting in a waiver claim. Doesn't hurt you at all. So you might as well just, no, just file no. it. If you don't get it, okay. You just move up yep. next in the next in line. There you go. All right. Um let's see. So, Detroit, so that's a loss. Yeah, we got a loss there. That's, that's what I have to. Detroit fan man Rogers doesn't even talk to his family. He's beyond stubborn, and this smells like a measuring contest. So excited for the Bortles show in Green Bay. So am I. So am I. You mark those words, Riz. I'm making uh, all kinds of wacky predictions. Bortles is going to play in Green Bay this year. If they play Blake Bortles over Jordan Love, I don't want to be over Love. I'm just saying he's going to play this year in Green Bay. Wow. Yeah. All right, a team that's become my nemesis. I am so sick of playing these idiots. It's another every team. every bleeping year, Chris. We play the Arizona Cardinals. Yep, yeah. we got him at home. We've had Kyler Murray every year since he was a rookie. I don't know why. <laughs> It's we figured it out. I guess. I guess that's. I don't know. Um, Loretto, hey, with the super chat, I got to hit him up. Uh, I'm gonna redraft my fantasy league. 
Should I be drafting Bortles number one? Book it. Man. <laughs> Book it. That's great, dude. That is a great comment. I love it. Toretto's <laughs> always got the good stuff. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Um, so, so this is God. this is in Detroit. So, Detroit. This is the fifth year in a row they have played the Cardinals. The Lions are three zero and one in that time against Arizona. <laughs> We've had their number with Patricia. With Patricia. <laughs> What do you got? The other thing, Arizona plays Monday night football against the Rams before this game. Then they got to travel to Detroit. It's an early Eastern time kickoff. They're not good on the East Coast. This is a Detroit victory. 4-0-1 in the last five years against Arizona. Book it. Wow. You've got, you're putting them up to four. And ten at this point with a victory. Yes, <sighs> I'm calling a sad day at Ford Field. I think Kyler is—he's hungry. He can't do it at home. He's going to have to do it on the road, and I think he does. I, I like—I I hate the team. I hate playing them, but I—I I, I actually like um, what they got with Hopkins and Murray. I think they're uh, Dude, Hop, Hop, Hopkins is a problem. Yeah, <laughs> guys, yeah. best wide receiver in football. Yeah, and and Murray and him are just—they've had a year. I think this is something going to be good for them this year. Unfortunately, they're 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 kind of all in. I mean, they they added JJ Watt. They're they so so for those of you who do not like my linebacker takes, this is a great team to watch because they have taken three now in the last four years in the first round of guys who are positionless linebackers that you just try to go and have them make plays. Hassan Reddick. Then they took Isaiah Simmons last year. He couldn't even cover Jesse James. We saw that with our own eyes. This year they took Zayvon Collins, who was better than either of those guys coming out of Tulsa. But they're going to play him at the mic. This is a game. Mike, buddy, you were talking about Derek Barnes earlier. Derek Barnes and Zayvon Collins are going to play the same roles for similar styles of defenses here. This is your measuring stick for Derek Barnes right here. Ooh, that's yeah, that's right. Okay, circle that with a LB instead of a D there, Mike. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I wish I could go with you, buddy. I'm calling a loss. <laughs> I just don't think so. Um, Isaiah Simmons was was almost comical to watch, and I think back to how many Lions fans let him were play one position. Yeah. Let him play one. Don't ask him to play five. You think they would have figured that out? And if they do it with Zayvon Collins, I'm going to be irked, man, because I like Zayvon Collins a lot. That guy's a good football player, and I'd hate to see them ruin him. Isaiah Simmons should be a cautionary tale for fans, Lions fans and fans everywhere. Just watch again. Just watch that that, that play out and see what it is. I think uh, you talk about his athletic ability. You talk about everything he carried coming out in the draft and, and how many people wanted him. And um, and what what he produces, I think you're going to find there's a, a definite gap. I, I do think he's going to be better this year, in, in part because they have Collins next to him to do sure. that kind of thing. Oh, now, gosh. I they he got better late in the year to his credit, where they started asking him to be more of a uh, TJ Watt type player, mm-hmm. which I think suits him pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's not that good, but he's he, he at least filled that role better than than when you're asking him to be the Mike on one play and a um, hand-in-the-dirt defensive end on another play, and your slot corner on another play all on the same freaking drive, which they did against Detroit, and that's why he struggled so bad. Yep. All right, let's move on. We've got the Atlanta Falcons. We're down in uh, 
I don't know which name to call it, Malcolm's area, we'll just say. And uh, Malcolm. Malcolm Town, right? Hi, Malcolm. Hope you're listening. We love you, buddy. Maybe we should make that our. That's ah, the day after Christmas. I can't do that. Family would kill me. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the game <laughs> that Riz and I and Sandman go to. <laughs> that would be a tough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to say the 26th of November, day after Christmas, the Atlanta Falcons down in Atlanta. You can go get your, oh, you can't get your Chick-fil-A there, but you can find some some cheap snacks on Sunday. Um, You've got Chick-fil-A in the stadium and it's closed on Sunday. So who thought of that? Come on. That's a statement. Come on. It's a statement. So uh, what do you got? The Atlanta Falcons, they're in a weird spot this year. Right, new coach. They new are. GM. Um, what are they going to do with Matt Ryan? There was all kinds of you know guesses as to whether he was going to go. They were going to draft a quarterback. What's going on? They they're should trying, have taken Justin Fields too. They're trying to ride the Ryan train and milk that cow till the uh, till it goes dry. Um, what do you think happens this uh, this week for the Lions? Uh, I think this is. So the Lions actually play pretty well in Atlanta. I, I did the research on this. They've won three of their last four trips there. The only time they lost was the first Matt Ryan yep. game. You might remember that. That was five hundred yards. Was it? That was Week yards? One of two thousand eight. It didn't get better after that game, unfortunately. Didn't he, didn't he have um, like five hundred and ten yards? It, it was it was did? some abs, absurd amount of yards. Yes, nuts. Oh God. yeah, that's another one that's just. Forever the fact that brain. the fact that he's still there is kind of impressive because because he's basically had a, a very similar career arc to Matthew Stafford. And uh, he, he, did, he did, in fact, win and get them to a Super Bowl, which their their coach blew. Oh, um, boy, did he ever. Yeah, did he, yeah ever. he did. Um, and, and it unfortunately led Matt Patricia to get the Lions job. So. God bless it. That really stinks now. I just thought of that and it made me angry. I'm about to snap something here. Um, I, th- I think I think Atlanta is going to be competing for a playoff spot. Uh, I, I'm not sure that they're going to make it, but I think this is a game that they've got to win. And I think they have the ability with Kyle Pitts, their pick that they took instead of Justin Fields. Um, and, and I can validate it better for them than I can for, for some other teams. Um, Matt Ryan is... Matt Ryan is not the reason why they're not winning there. It's been their defense. Their defense is still not great, but they have a couple of things. They have linebackers that can fly. And if you're a Lions team that's based on throwing to your tight end and throwing to your running backs and, and the gimmicky passing game that Jared Goff likes, speedy inside linebackers with coverage acumen are your death knell. And that's about all that Atlanta does well on defense, unfortunately. So it's a bad X's and O's matchup for the Lions offense, and I think that's enough for Atlanta to outscore them. Yeah. I'll, I will add, being away the day after Christmas, yeah. it, it, I mean, look, it, the stadium in, in Atlanta, is it, it plays to the Lions' favor. Not that, it, that they're away, but they play well on that turf. That they, they, they do very, very well there, but everything else is stacked against them. Besides the X's and O's, just nothing is lined up in their favor. I just don't see, and I see a team that's you know had a number of losses. They're still. They're, it's not that they're not going to go out there and try, and they're not going to have the pride. I think this is going to be a really enjoyable game to watch. I just don't think we're going to have what it takes to overcome those Atlanta Falcons. So there you go, a couple I of agree. losses. It oh, after Christmas, that's coal in the stocking. That's yeah. that's unfortunate. I still have us one win up at five and ten, four and eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. For those of you who need a Christmas present, the Green Bay Packers are playing in Cleveland on Chris on Christmas Day. That'll be a nice L for you to watch um, oh, for Green Bay in the Bortles. 
regime. Okay, <laughs> moving on to the Seattle Seahawks on the 2nd of January, 425. It's our third 4 o'clock game of the season. That's not bad. Not too many late games. Um, Lions are on a tough streak here. We've got... um, Boy, you've got... Oh, you, this is the same. You got to win against Arizona, so you're okay. But I do. Four loss streak here, so things are looking sad, and they're going to a pretty good team with with the twelfth man uh, behind them. And this this is a team that is a different animal at home, um, a different bird at home, if you will. And they will probably be playing for playoff life, vitality, or seeding. That's a bad place for the Lions to be facing. Um, going cross country after a holiday. Um, that's look. They have the ability to win this game, and and it yeah. wouldn't surprise yeah. me if they did. Excuse me, but it, it's asking a lot to predict it now in May. You're asking <laughs> the, the, the thing is it really to me it depends a lot on San Fran and and the Rams how those teams play out. There's a scenario in which Seattle could be sitting people this week. They they could be. Yeah, there's. I mean, I don't, I don't think they're going to be there, but they could be. They the, absolutely. There's could be. a scenario in which that could happen. That's probably the most likely chance the Lions have to win at the clink. I, I don't see this as a win at all. Um, I'm putting it down as a another lesson learned at um, in Seattle. And, 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 and oh, by the way, the officials have done some interesting things for Seattle over the years, including the KJ Wright illegal batting that didn't get called. And we, we've, we've seen that the officials prefer the Seahawks over the Packers. And we know how bad it is at Lambo. So, so there you go. God, I love that. See, I, I, I don't particularly have any like real strong feelings towards Seattle, positive or negative, but damn, I root for them against Green Bay. Yeah. Oh, every time, every time <laughs> that playoff year where um, we lost and then Denver lost to Green Bay and, or to Dallas yeah. lost to Green Bay and then Green Bay yes. lost to Seattle. That played out exactly how I that wanted was, the hearts to break. That was Des caught the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, oh, I don't have. I watched it. that game in Florida at the, at the Shrine game. Yeah, I, I don't have that Blandino about about Des. It was great, <laughs> but if, he does say something to Dallas fans. This guy needs a, and I'm gonna find him and just give him a big. <laughs> There you go, Blandino. Good stuff. We got to get him on again, too. Dean, we do need to get Dean back. There are some rule changes that we need to talk about with yeah, Dean. Yeah, absolutely. All right, last game of the season, Green Bay Packers. I'm going to put it out here like this. I want to set this up. Because we, right. we said early it's going to be the uh, Jordan Love. Well, you said Jordan Love. The Blake Bortles era in Green Bay. Um, conversely, <laughs> if you go back and it was the Aaron Rodgers era in Green Bay this year, Aaron Rodgers is still not playing this game. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I agree. I agree because they're either going to be resting for the playoffs because they've won the division by five games, or they're like, okay, um, it's not working. It's time to see what we've got in Jordan Love. Let's see if let's see if he can start getting the, the final game of the year the way that Patrick Mahomes did back for Kansas City a few years back. Or I don't see her later, but or Aaron was never there. Jordan Love played all year. And they're like, let's see what Blake Bortles has. <laughs> Can we trade for Tim Boyle? <laughs> I thought how much money they wasted on Blake Bortles when they could have kept Tim Boyle. Oh, my who, goodness. Who still, there are a lot of Packers fans who are legit Tim Boyle fans. I, I don't get it. I, I, I need to go. I, I, I legitimately need to go watch the tape because I don't I haven't seen it. I don't I don't understand it. 
I'm, I'm not averse to it, but <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you the Blake, very weird. <laughs> the Blake Bortles move is a direct attack, affront, assault, whatever you want to call it, on Aaron Rodgers. That is, that's a big middle finger saying, "There you go, buddy." Right? I really believe yeah. it. People, some people, oh, it can be they can work it out. I nope. I, I, that, I, that debate is playing out across the lake uh, quite vigorously. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I actually listen to some Milwaukee radio today. I can catch it over the air. I live close enough to the lake that I can do that. And yes, they are very, very divided in in Wisconsin right now about who is in the right and what is the right direction to take. And can and I, it's fun? Can I say, <laughs> you know, they look. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. Whatever, right? Matthew Stafford was a great quarterback for the Detroit Lions, too. And how he exited. Can you imagine if he had exited in the same way that Aaron Rodgers is? Again, I ask anybody, how could we have done any better at quarterback than what we did with picks and golf and everything else on how that played out? It could not have been played better. People that say, oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's so disingenuous to say number one. Oh yeah, Holmes just traded the quarterback to to get his guy Goff because that's the guy he drafted. And now that's not how it happened, right? The rea- the honest god truth is that Stafford said I want to go, so he started with a quarterback without a quarterback basically, right. and he turned that situation into Jared Goff and a whole bunch of treasure. That was, I want to say, that was a heck of a move. That was a heck of a move. Um. It's, it's what he will forever be judged by. Yeah. And I, uh, so far, I'm very happy with returns on it. And as you know, I'm not a huge Jared Goff. And I'm not anti-Goff. I'm all for giving him a chance to prove that he can be the quarterback for the long term. Because if you've got him, um, and, and I, as you know, Chris, we've talked about this. I believe that all those guys that, that wash out as a first-round pick, you, you always deserve one other chance. Yeah. This is his chance. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the Lions for giving it to him. And they're, because they know him so well with the organizational structure that they brought in, they're the best chance for him to succeed at that. Yep. Um, I, I still need to see it happen, but I'm not, I, I'm not like one of these people like, oh, you should have held out and, you know, Look at what the well, look at what the Lions got for Stafford versus what the Eagles got for Carson Wentz. Yeah, for sure. I this is going to be probably an unpopular opinion. I like Goff. I like his I like his personality. I like his style. I'd pipe his girlfriend. I like everything about just just sharing the love. I mean, he 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 started. It. I, I I really I like this guy. It. Look, he may not be have an arm like Matthew Stafford. Right. He may he not be the guy that, that that elevates a team. He's not Aaron Rodgers. But the thing he's done everywhere he's been is taken a terrible team that he could have given up on. He could have, he could have just taken the money and called it a day. Right. He could have done anything. He's taken terrible teams and made them great from college to the Rams. And here he is facing the exact same situation. If there's any quarterback that I trust to be able to do that and not break along the way to have confidence and and proven ability to do it is Jared Goff. Will he? I don't know. But I like the guy. I like his swag. I like I like he's you know I think I would I would say he's got a little bit more youthful approach than Matthew Stafford does. Um, maybe you know from a maturity level, but he's he's younger, right? I mean, he's just he's like kind of a generation, half a generation younger. I like Goff. Yeah. I, he 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 makes me laugh. 
He makes me smile. I I, I love his personality, and I love. He's his, a he's I a different. Give an f. You're yeah. not. Gonna, you're, I'm unflappable. I'm not going to worry. And I'll I'll tell a story that people have probably all heard. Um, it was the Super Bowl, and it was Joe Montana, and he, they're they're on the comeback, oh, right? Yeah. And he says. Oh. You know, they needed this play. And I don't remember the finer details. You probably do. And he gets into the huddle and he says, hey, down there. And he's pointing down at the end zone. And the guys in the huddle are looking and they're thinking, yeah, this is going to be the that's where we're going speech, right? No, no. Like the, the third row. Is that John Candy? Right? He's, here it is. It's all on the line, right? He's all on the line. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, is that John Candy? Like, point that's up, great. Broke the, broke the guy's stress, broke up, you know, good laugh, whatever, got the play in, and they wound up winning the game. Huge, huge thing, right? That kind of unflappable spirit, I feel like you get that. And, and the kid's 26. Is he? He's 26, mm-hmm. right? My God, yeah. it's beyond his years. I love it. I love what he has. He may not be the guy, but he has all the pieces to be the guy. And that, to me, is more promising than what I've seen from Justin Fields. Justin Fields may be the guy, too. He may be, and, and I think you you project him to, to be really, really amazing. But from what we've seen, I do. we've seen more that can be successful from Jared Goff than we have from Justin Fields. The ceiling's probably higher. The ceiling's higher on Fields. But if I had to put my money down and I wanted to be with a more sure bet, I'm going to put it on golf. If I'm willing to take a little more risk, I'm going with fields because I think the high side returns is, is pretty big there. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. All right. Uh, Loretta, really quick, would Rodgers retire to spite Green Bay? If he pays yes, the money, he would. Yeah. Yes, yes, he would. If he pays the money. <laughs> he absolutely where would. Where would he go? Where would he go that would pay him? The team would need to win now, right? He can't go anywhere. It's kind of like Calvin retiring. He would retire. Yeah, the, the Packers, the Packers control that. Yep. Uh, until until the end of his contract, and because he's not playing, they can they can they don't have to, but they can toll the contract in perpetuity yep. to control him forever. He will never play in the NFL again if he retires. I think he's going to retire to spite them. I think that it's true that he waited a whole year to draft day to spite them. I think he was that mad. And butt hurt. I, I don't know, man, but it, it, it would not be out of character for him to be that. But that's he can make more money. That, in TV, that's a lot, man. But he can make more money in TV. So say he signs 15 million, we'll say in TV. Oh, three million a year. He's not going to hurt. Right. He's he's married to someone who's got a lot of money. He's already got a lot of money. That's true. She, and, she makes a lot of money. And then two years later, you're cranking 15 million. You're making more than Green Bay ever paid you to stand on TV and put throw all kinds of shade at Green Bay. So you can continue your spite run for years and oh, years okay. and years. He's got an instant gig <laughs> as Pat McAfee's co-host, and he'll be really good at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And that'll get picked up by Sirius or uh, something. It, 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 you will get a ton of podcasting advertisements on that. That would be must listen, radio, YouTube, TikTok, I, whatever, whatever platform we're going to be on at some point. I'd have him as a guest, but he would never be my co-host, Riz. I would never put him in over you. Oh, I mean that. Wow. I do that with the, from That's the bottom nice. of my heart. I hundred percent. I would love You're to have Mon to throw shade shade of Green Bay though. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. podcast oh that would be great that would be such a, a, a cool that right. would be fun green bay no matter what rogers isn't playing uh january 9th ninth game the last game of the season number 17 where are you at what's your uh what's your feed on this uh so i hedged this in the lions wire thing based on if they needed to win it or not um based on the the strategy that we're going with here they do not need to win that game because they're not going to be good because Jordan Love and or Blake Bortles is their quarterback for the entire season. 
So I will just say that that in that case, the Lions win this football game. Well, 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 we've we've broken a two-game loss. And by the way, what do the Lions do better than anybody else? They win meaningless games to ruin their draft status. Against the we Packers all the know that's year. going to happen. Yep, yep. So this is a W for the Lions. This is going to be and a four-yard fin- game for for Jared Goff. <laughs> so that would make them, for me, finish five and twelve. Yes. And I think for you, that's six and eleven, right? Yes. Yes. Or, or seven and ten. Is it six, six, and, 11. six and eleven? Six okay. and eleven. And five right. and twelve, or just a game so, away. So, so real quickly, look around the league. Who's going to be worse than that? Houston will be worse than that. Oh God, yeah. Philadelphia will probably be worse than that. I can see the Jets possibly being worse than that. That's it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, may, maybe the bottom falls out in New Orleans, but I think they're I think they're good enough to not be that bad. Uh, that's. Uh, maybe maybe it all goes to hell in New England, but I really don't see that happening. No, I think they're the, the, on a bounce back year. I, I actually agree with that, too. Um, and I could see the Raiders probably have too much talent to to fall complete victim to the, the weird drafting that they do. Right. Uh, but th- those, those are those are the teams that you're looking at as competing for the, the worst draft pick. And maybe, maybe Cincinnati, maybe, maybe I'm too bullish on Joe Burrow. Um, and a rebuild defense there. They're, they're not going to be good, but uh, and and Pittsburgh also you got to throw them in because the, if if Roethlisberger is as done as he was at the end of last year, that's a last place team with a freaking bullet going down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to get. So you're looking at even to- at six and eleven. The Lions are one of the six or seven worst teams in the league, and they will have two first-round picks. They will be able to do what San Francisco did this year if they want to and move up to two or three. They could have moved up to two. The Jets didn't want to move because they wanted to make sure that they got Wilson. The team that's picking two next year could be any one of the teams we just mentioned. Might not need the quarterback, so they might be willing to move. So just finishing in that range doesn't take you out of contention to get – Spencer Rattler, Sam Howell, the dude from Liberty that everybody is mocking now. Um, uh, the, the dude, Keaton Slovis out in in uh, at USC, the dude from Nevada that I haven't watched yet, the dude from who knows where that I haven't watched yet. Sam, <laughs> Sam out of nowhere. be the big name, right? I think, I think. And, and he's I, also possibly the big bust, right? Because there's always one that that takes a... There, takes a there is, there, you know, there's your... Um, uh, oh, God, who was the guy that Todd McShay from, from Minnesota like four or five years ago? McShay put him in the first round of his mock draft, and he wound up like not even starting week one for Minnesota that year. <laughs> and I can't think of his name. It was bugging me, and it's going to come to me as soon as we get off the air. That's oh, really going to bug me. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Mitch Leidner. That's who it was. <laughs> it came to me. <laughs> yeah, six eleven. I mean, we could be picking seventh again. And frankly, as like you had me fooled there as we were talking about the Rams, that the Lions could beat them. We talk about that team. Other than Matthew Stafford, that team's got a lot of problems. They other than Matthew Stafford, that team is not as good as they were last year. They, they, they could period. They could wind up being another version of the Lions. They are so they are more likely to be what last year's Cowboys were, a team that overestimated okay. its own in-house talent after they got rid of some pieces that they needed and <laughs> fell 
far. So they drafted what? 13th this they, year? 10th? Da- Dallas picked 10th. 10th, yeah. No, 11th. Okay. 11th. So let's just and, say, no, 10th, 10th and they yeah, traded. It was 10th. Yeah. Let's yeah, just it was say, let's just say it's 15. Let's just let's okay. say the Rams fall to 15th and we have a 7 and a 15. There's no way we can't get the number 1 that overall. That gets you to pick. 2 right there. Really? Yeah. Oh god, I figured that. I, that I, 7 I and 15 that. gets you to 2 okay. instantly. Okay. With nothing else. Right, right. Especially Ooh. if it's a team that doesn't need a quarterback. Yeah. So I mean, with with the year afters, Rams first. I mean, we we can we can get to number one overall. Yes, I, I think yes, we can absolutely Ab- get to number it, one overall. That is absolutely tenable. Yep. Yes. So there's there's all kinds of power under that hood for the Detroit Lions. Uh, five, six and eleven, five and twelve are the two uh, the two predictions. Good for the team. I think the team. I think I think that's real, and I think it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a heck of a lot. Oh, of fun. can I can I do a little breaking news here? Because yeah. it just came across funny thing. I've seen a the Lions. The Lions signed Aline McNeil yes. to a four year deal for one point zero nine zero signing bonus. He got the maximum amount that's allowed for his draft slot. So good for Aline. Good to get him in. Yeah. Um, you're going to hear a lot of this because rookie minicamp starts tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, we're going to get into the next thing. That was that was the uh, the 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 schedule breakdown for this year. That's where we see things. Um, whew, this is the first time I haven't had a nine or ten win prediction in the the five years of the of the the show. Oh. That's crazy. Um, I want to talk about the Detroit Lions subreddit, our Detroit Lions on Reddit. Yes, we need to talk about that. One hundred thousand subscribers is off the that's, that's nuts, man. I'll tell you, that's guys, really cool. We're we started this podcast almost six years ago. It'll be we're a month away from being six years old now, and uh, crazy crazy stuff. There was only six thousand and some hundred subscribers on the subreddit when we started, and now it's over a hundred k. And I'm not, and we're not taking credit for that. Don't don't get me wrong, right? I mean we we helped, but um, that thing has grown leaps and bounds. And I got to tell you, it's awesome. I mean, there's great content. There's great arguments. There's great drama. There's some really, really, really dumb stuff that happens, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. What a crazy, crazy, wacky place to go. And literally, I mean, if I think about it, I discovered Reddit. I discovered the subreddit shortly after I discovered the site and um, was living in California. I had no one to talk to the Lions about. There was Dallas fans. There was, there was Bears fans, and they were all just, you know, the meatheads that you know them yeah. to be, right? I was just lonely. I had nobody. It was my wife, my son, and me, and nobody that we knew. No family, nothing. And uh, found the Reddit, and it was there, like, you know, a year or two, and then it was like, I want to give something back, and the podcast seemed like something to start and do, and we did, and it's so awesome to see the growth and see it hit 100,000. Congratulations, our Detroit Lions. Um, Hyper Bad, he's the guy that started it. He started it all. Good Good wow. show, my man. Congratulations. He and I have That's traded really messages cool. here and there. Uh, really good dude. Heart in the right place. Wants the right stuff for the the uh, the subreddit. So uh, good job, man. Congratulations to all you Redditors for your 100,000 subscribers. If you would all go ahead and come over to the YouTube and give us a subscription and a like, we'd appreciate that too. All right. <laughs> Um, we got that. Uh, we got the CBD.DetroitLions podcast. Don't forget at fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com to get your, your Lions gear. I've got it right here. You can get your Aleem McNeil number 54 jersey, an unusual jersey for a defensive tackle. I can't put it over. He shows that number this week. 
the best Lions hat I think the, ever ever made. This is my absolute this, this, hat. It is. Is so that good. the draft hat this year? Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. It is. So bad. there were mixed reviews on that. So so when when Greg Warren and I were in the the store in First Energy Stadium, um, there were some of the draft hats that were like, yeah, those look sharp. Um, some of them like the Buffalo one was like, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Yep. Yeah, I, I think it depended on the color scheme there. I wound up not getting a hat. I wound up getting a couple different shirts. So. Yep. Yep. Thank you, Richard. Mulholland, by the way, thank you very much. It's it's nice of you to say. Um, yeah, no, those those. Hey, I know that guy. So, Richard, I used to play volleyball with him. Oh no, shit. no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's the the subreddit we talked about. Uh, the merch CBD Penay. Right, this is something we got to talk about. And then we said earlier we we're going to talk about something that's a little bit depressing, but uh, it's you know we'll talk about it. It's it's not even the the, the headline here, right? But I'll, let me get through this res and then you could just like beat me up. Panesul has the plague. We've all seen the the <sighs> um the news. It's, it's not it's the plague, it's COVID nineteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we call it that because YouTube has its yes. weird restrictions. But yes. um so he got it. He's a young kid. He's got a really, really, really low risk uh for long term, you know, effects. I don't you know, I'm not a doctor. Uh, but I don't feel like he's going to suffer. He seems, you know, he's great shape, young. He's a big guy, right? But he's he's super healthy. He I want people to understand that this could be a heck of a lot worse, okay? This is this guy's going to get better. I I I say that not as again, not as a doctor, but it's just all the the, the stats and, and and numbers say he's going to get better and he's going to be fine. He's going to start and he's going to be everything's going to be fine, right? I remember I I remember <laughs> um, the Lions and their and their luck. And if you want to oh. think about how much worse it could be, you just have to remember oh. the name Eric Andelsek. And I bring it up; it's not funny, but I just bring it up as like a sign. Like this is so Lions, but it's just it's just so absolutely horrible. It was the same year that Mike Utley got hurt, right? Yeah. The same year yeah. that we won our playoff game, lost to Washington in the conference championships. Yep. He was out mowing his lawn, mowing his lawn out in front of his house, and a semi truck took his eyes off the road, swerved off the road, and killed him. Yeah, it was our right. He was a guard. Guard. He was a guard. He was a guard. Yeah, and or maybe tackle. Yeah, Ollie was a guard. We 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 lost him. It's yeah. it's it's incredible. It's absolutely, it was a guard. It's absolutely yeah. incredible that that this would happen, especially after a year. You've got Barry, you right. You lose Utley, Andelsek. You got as far as we've gotten. We got that playoff win. Everything was in the Lions' favor, and it rolled off. This this plague that that's, that Panay has, I wouldn't worry about it. It's gonna go. It's gonna go away. I'm gonna say that this is a sign actually that things are getting better for this team i'm going to take it that way i'm not a superstitious wow. guy but if you're gonna if you're gonna get sick and you're gonna be the draft pick that's right number one overall for the team i'm gonna do it now i'm gonna do it now before it matters before they're in camp right now is when they're learning the right. when they're learning the uh the playbook now's you know they're doing some installs coming up here uh this if it's gonna happen this is the time he'll be plenty yeah. healed when it comes back so he will he is he will not be at rookie minicamp this weekend he will not be signing his contract this weekend as a result of it they do have uh ota uh which they're probably not gonna wind up having um 
but their mini camp, mandatory mini camp is uh, the weekend after Father's Day. Yep. Uh, so that will be that's that's over a month from now. Unless something crazy happens, he'll be fine for that. Yeah, he'll be there. Yeah, he'll have plenty of time then to heal in the end of June and into July, and then we get to training camp. And Riz, are you down for some training camp parties this year? I will be so because I am no longer uh, on the clock with the Browns and Browns wire. I will be at Lions camp full time this year. Nice. I am going to try because we have my new job has said, even though we have a home base, that's not near me. I can work from anywhere in the world. That's their thing. So, and, and the boss man's in Ireland. So I think we can work some stuff up where I can get time and do camp and maybe do full time or most time uh, at camp this year. We are doing the party. We are getting back to our, our training camp party. You guys, you're going to love it. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be better than ever. Last time we had Dan Miller. We had Dean Blandino there. It was such a party. It was so fun. That was um, great. It really was. We got this, that party. We got that going. We got training camp going. Uh, we got a lot of stuff between now and then. Um, I think you guys are going to love it. I think you guys are going to love it. So It's going to be great. It's going to be a very fun summer. When other people are making up stories in June, we're going to have a lot of good stuff for you, I promise, in July. All right, with that, we're going to call it a show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We appreciate you. And again, appreciate the likes and those subscribers you guys yes. gave us throughout the show. Um, it means a lot. It really does. It helps us out a lot. Don't forget about us also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. You get access to the Slack. We've got a Discord that's fired up, too. We're working on which one we're going to land on. Each has its own benefits. I don't want to bifurcate the community, but we'll, we have a conversation. Oh, Discord after. doesn't work on my phone, so I'm, a, I'm pro Slack. Oh, it doesn't? It works on mine? Now, now i got to get you a phone. All right, so, yeah, check it out. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at D-E-T Lions Podcast. D-E-T Lions Podcast. And... As you see under his beautiful face right there, at Jeff Risden, at Jeff Risden, give him a follow on the Twitter as well. Give us a call via Skype on the Lions line, or at Detroit Lions podcast, all one word, Detroit Lions podcast, or the Lions line. We also get our messages there, 929-33-LIONS, 929-335-4667. You can get in there, and uh, we'll put your message on the show. Love those calls, and be sure to come to DetroitLionsPodcast.com, subscribe to the podcast, so we can we can do what, Riz? We can come into your ears automatically and digitally. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, baby, because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How Big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.